Hello. Jerry. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, that's all right. This is uh, my first trip to Camp Kaiju. So, you know. Well, did you bring an overnight bag? Um, I did, you know, but. Um, you got your flashlight. You got your. You got it. I packed lights and I packed um, the special powder that you can lay on the ground so that you're very quiet when you walk, you know, which is important. You must have learned that at another camp. Uh, uh, but I'm glad you're here to share it with all of our campers. <laughs> Happy to be here, man. That's great. Um, I was just hyping you up pretty big, so you better live up to it. Um, oh, no. Yeah, you're, you're like the movie aficionado. You're the guy who sees everything that comes out and so you're here to tell us why or why we shouldn't see A Quiet Place Part 2. Well, um, my verdict uh, would be that you should um, high tail to your local cinema ah. and purchase a ticket for A Quiet Place Part 2. Um, what was your... Fully vaccinated, yeah. get to a theater, go see it. Why, why, what's the one thing that you got out of it that you think that, that you want to, that you want to share and relate to other people? Yeah. I mean, it's just a fantastic uh, creature feature. And what I like about that, something I was thinking about earlier, it really is um, a true creature feature. There, there's not much more to it. And all the depth is within the characters um, with what's going on with them. Um, so it, it, the story uh, is a direct continuation of the first one. I was so, curious about that. so that's cool. Uh, that's cool to know. I was curious about that as well. Yeah, yeah. Are we assuming uh, that people have seen A Quiet Place Part 1? I, I did say this is a spoiler-free zone because I myself... So, it, um, well, so I'll, I'll keep spoilers from the first movie um that's fair that's perhaps as well yeah. but uh it does follow uh the abbott family the characters the family in the first one um and it is a direct continuation of the story but and, and you may think well that doesn't that doesn't sound that exciting especially for those who have seen it um i love the first one uh, mm -hmm. And I would say I love the first one a little bit more than the second one. I really like the, the second one, but the, it's it's hard to beat the freshness of of that central um, of that cent of that that central premise in the first. Yeah, one. yeah, Gary. I wanna. I'm gonna get back to that. I wanna see that we have Anna Hagedorn who has joined the chat. So just wanna say hi, hi Anna. Hi Anna. Thanks for joining. <laughs> um. If you if you are watching, you know, throw it up in the chat if you've seen a Quiet Place, Quiet Place Part Two. If you love Emily Blunt or or James Krasinski or, or any of that good stuff, um, yeah. Um, Garrett, what is one thing about the first movie that you love more than the second one? Um, I love well, I just the story of the first one. Uh, what I actually love most about the first one is uh, is a lot of the quieter moments with the family. Um, it's thrilling and as scary as the first one is. I also found it to be just like very beautiful. Um, you really get a sense of who these people are uh, in a very minimalist way. Um, the, the, the story, both movies do a lot of show, not tell, which mm. I really like. 
Uh, and yeah, just learning about this family and how they're how they're living mm -hmm. um, with this. It was very compelling. And then just you as a viewer being like, well, they're surviving. Is it enough though? Like, can they really keep living like this? And, and in the first one, Emily Blunt is pregnant, which comes to a head in the, in the climax of the first film. Um, and you know, like they they still have hope and they're, they're going to have this baby despite <laughs> all the challenges of, of that, of, um, and, you know, without spoiling too much, the beginning of the second movie finds a lot of that in tatters. And mm. this family now has to... So this is much more of a survivor thriller uh, chase movie. Okay, um, less, so maybe less of a character study and more is more emphasis on the action and spectacle, would you say? Yeah, though, I mean, you still get a lot of great character stuff. In, in this one, there's an introduction of, uh, of a new character played by Killian Murphy, mm. um, who um, you learn is a, is a family, was a family friend of the app. So there's a bit of a history uh, there, and his story has been very different from their story. So the movie does start to peel back uh, the world a little bit, and you mm -hmm. start to introduce to other things that might be happening, but it's still a very lean and mean thriller. It's 90 minutes, just like the first. Wow. So the stuff they do introduce, they don't dwell too much on. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still found the story, what they did with it to be very compelling, um, especially the two children have, have kind of character arcs um, cool. during cool. the second movie. Um, Emily Blunt, less so, but she is just so fantastic. I mean, her performance is so great. And I, I, uh, she was dynamite in the first film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's incredible. Um, Noah Jupe plays the son. He's great. Mm -hmm. um, Melissa Simmons, she's fantastic. Not the same actors who played the kids, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All, all the actors returned. I was just curious. Because, okay, so timeline, does it pick up right after or has Yeah, it... so they look a little bit older, but this was, this kind of got jump-started after the first one. So I think that they filmed this in 2019, mm. not too long after the first one premiered. Okay. Um, and then, it, you know, it was about to come out last year mm. in March. And right. due to COVID, it just got, it got bumped. It was like the first major, or it was like the closest film that was about to come, like it had premiered, people had seen it, people had reviewed it. Yeah. Um, so they, the kids look a little bit older, but not so much. If you okay. maybe watch these movies back to back, you might notice that they've grown a little bit, especially Noah Jupe, he looks, he looks older. He, he's more on that, e that edge where uh, Wilson Simmons is a little bit of an older teenager. But anyway, um, yeah. they're both fantastic. Um, so I'm curious, I mean, I'm really curious about this film. Like I love the first one. I want to mm -hmm. see the second one. You know, you know, this genre, science fiction, horror, sequels always tend to be a little mm, more disappointing, just, you know, and then, than the first one. Um, but you didn't find that at all. 
No, and like I said, even though I like the first, I just like the story of the first one a little bit more. Uh, whereas this one, you know, like I said, it was sort of a, it felt a little bit more of stuff that we've seen before mm -hmm. in, in other of these kinds of, and you know, other movies like this, but everything, the acting, and then just how Krasinski stages the scenes is just that's right at a, at a very high bar. I mean, that's the thing. That right. It, it's just so. Um, all that is so well done and so <laughs> thrilling. And um, yeah, it's crazy that Krasinski seems to have just come fully formed into this genre. Do you know because he had directed, you know, some television, he directed some office, and then he had two other movies that were you know, didn't make much waves. And yeah. then and then he and then in both movies he just really shows his talent as a director. Does he have any other projects coming up? Um so he was attached and this may still be in development to do some science fiction movie on Mars oh. um, as a director. Um, but you know, he's also pretty big. He's pretty busy. He's doing that Jack Ryan show. Um, so, but I'm excited to see what else he does as a filmmaker. Um, he says he does have thoughts for a quiet place. Part three Ooh. that I'm assuming. See, here's the, I, I will say this. I'm more excited about where a third one goes. Okay. Was where a second one might go following the first movie. So just for uh, people going in the chat right now, we're talking we're talking about Quiet Place Part Two and just nerding out about it. Um, it's yeah. a spoiler-free zone, um, and I'm asking uh, my friend Gary Dansu here uh, just his thoughts about the film. And Gary, so um, the first one. So does this one? Well, let's not get in a spoiler. But but does it? Do you? Does the film end with a sense of another continuation? Like is the is the door clearly open? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will say I much like I loved the ending of the first one, like the actual ending, like the final shot. I loved, absolutely loved the ending of this. Mm -hmm. Um. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, I saw a critic kind of say that this movie really rem like it was like an extended kitchen sequence from Jurassic Park. Uh, and I would 100% <laughs> agree with that. I mean, that is, like, that is what it is. You know, I think about that's, um, you know, Spielberg never directed a straight horror movie, but he just, he was great. Yeah. Set pieces, especially in something like Jurassic Park, even in The Lost World, which isn't that good. Um, I rewatched that last year. And, and again, the, sort of the action sequences that are meant to thrill you are super good and exciting. Yes. Um, and like I said, that's, I think Krasinski is just, kind of come full formed and ended this uh there is uh this is so the opening sequence is a flashback to day one for those of you who have seen the trailers you may know this um okay. that it is an excellent sequence uh i mean it gives you some information on like kind of what happened um but then it's just uh also what i like about it without going too much into what happens is you know i think some people I get a little burnt out with this when people try to point out plot holes when they don't matter. You well, know, there are this, movies and there are movies genre, stories. Lightly, right? Uh huh? In this genre, you kind of have to take the 
Well, yeah, there are movies and stories where it matters. If your whole movie is based on following logic, if like the central premise is attached to that, good, don't have plot holes in this. But, you know, I, I heard kind of naysayers in part one. They just didn't like it because of the central premise itself. Um, just like, well, how could anyone survive in a world like that? I'm like, well, I don't know. They have. Like, who cares? Like, now we get this exciting, compelling family drama that's like, a very thrilling creature uh, feature. Yeah. Um, you know, let's, but, but what I like about the opening sequence is it does give you, especially um, with the Abbott parents, you know, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, how they react to the initial situation. Um, they just have survival instincts. Right. You know, they just, um, I, there are other characters you know, it, being attacked, who they don't, they don't know what's happening. They don't know what to do. And and Lee and uh, forgive me, I forget Emily Blunt's name in the movie. But they just they're horrified, but they also react and 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 in a way that you know helps them survive, helps them in the and also they of course they have the ASL which is a huge advantage because they're all able to communicate. It's, you know, the scene shows how they're all able to communicate with each other when other people are trying to talk and yell and, and all that. Yeah. Ask you, how would, um, how long do you think you would survive in this world? Oh, not long. No, I mean, it just would be so much work, <laughs> you know, especially when you're watching the first one. Uh, it's like, oh my God, that is so much work. And if you so make one much effort, you're dead. Yeah. One mistake. An accident. A toy goes off and it makes noises. Yeah. And, and you have to figure out, I don't think, I don't quite have the skills to like survive in any dystopia situation. Like I, I think I would do better than some people would. Because um, you've seen so many movies, you kind of yeah, and like I've camped and fished. I, I you know, I've done some things, I, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. most other people would just, you know, would be utterly worthless in a situation. <laughs> like I think, feel like you and I could, um, you know, we can go a few days in a zombie apocalypse. But when society breaks down, you really have to learn how to survive on your own. Yeah, and that's like when you learn, like, oh, there's so many things I don't know how to do, and then right. having to figure those things out without making any noise, dead. Because uh, Lee, John Krasinski's character, is a uh, they don't again they don't explicitly say this, but it's clear that he's some sort of engineer, that he's really good at making things. So okay. he's just good at figuring, and that's clear in the first one. Yeah, he's clearly good at making stuff, and he figures out the colloquial implant and. He's probably designed all the stuff uh, mm -hmm. that helped them survive. And then Emily Blunt is um, some sort of medical professional, either a nurse or a doctor. She seems to understand. So uh, they, you know, those are the two things you would need. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, yeah. Most actors, people, musicians. <laughs> most people aren't engineering geniuses or married to medical geniuses. So. Yeah. So, hey, Survival of the Fittest. I do think that that is sort of the mass appeal of this movie and dystopia movies, too. It makes, like, the situation is unbelievable, but it does make you think, what would I do yeah. in that situation? How long would I survive? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Something that in the movie um, that is great. It was great in the first one. It's great in this one. The editing and the camera work does such a wonderful job of illustrating what's going to go wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, I remember the first film. I, I one of the times I watched it with my dad, and the first time you see like the nail get like on the stairs, kind of get sprung up. And my dad was just like, "Oh fuck!" You know, <laughs> excuse my language. Uh, but about uh... that moment all the time in my day-to-day -day life. Like I can't look at a piece of hardware without thinking about that scene. Yeah, um, and there's stuff like that in the second one where it's just. Yeah problems are introduced in, in such a way and paced very well uh, within the scene. You're like, okay, that's gonna be a thing. But it doesn't, it doesn't get labor, what I, what I loved about it is it doesn't get laborious. It doesn't get um, bogged down in trying to fake you out. You know, mm -hmm. the movie, the, the, the pace and the scenes kept fre uh, were fresh. Cool. Uh, and turn that. That's pretty quick. I like that, personally. Yeah. Would you, um, okay, cool. Was there anything you maybe wanted more of that didn't work for you? Well, yeah, you know, honestly, I, I, Emily Blunt's great in the movie. I actually felt like I could have used a little bit more of her. Um, the, so the sto without revealing, the story's split at some point. So the movie, mm -hmm. unlike the first one, has less focus, which the okay. story kind of needs but it does make it a little bit more ambitious and maybe a little slightly less successful because it, it has to split. Uh, there's two, there becomes two sets of characters who split off okay. uh, for reason. You know, there's not a lot of plot in the movie, so I don't want to give really anything away. But uh, so, you know, I think some, I think like Emily Blunt, she gets some like, she has some like real, yeah. Yeah, there's some really, oh yeah. There's some like scary moments, but there's some fist yeah. bump moments as well um so she kind of gets some fist pump moments which is great and uh -huh. yeah and and you know i know i said i like how the movie doesn't show uh, like it shows but doesn't tell um it did present some new stuff that i would have i would have i wouldn't have minded if the movie was a two-hour movie and maybe maybe it stopped and like if there's um so like if there's a third one I would like it to be a different film in that way. Like maybe have it a longer runtime. Maybe have it explain a little bit more like what what this is. It presents a lot of new ideas without flushing mm. them out. And I think that's intentional. But yeah. Um, yeah, for people wanting to learn a little bit more about this world, you might be a little disappointed. It's It, it presents new stuff, but much like the first one, it's very lean, very mean. Uh, so that's interesting because there's, I, I, what I loved a lot about the first one were all the backstory that they gave, which wasn't a whole lot, but you understood that this, these extraterrestrials came and they've overrun the world. And I, I just love that in movies in general. Like, I just love the history when they create world building. Yeah. So you're saying this doesn't necessarily build upon the there world certainly doesn't do it with yeah I'm, I'm just this is not spoiler you don't learn anything more about the alien creatures <laughs> um, you do though what i liked about it is um and this is common in sequels that they pull off really well you see a lot more they are more visible in this one 
um, in a way though that I think works super well. The um, the special effects the CGI is very good. They are properly terrifying. Cool. Um, and yeah, there's some stuff that really kind of gave me Alien, you know, like yeah. you know Alien vibe. All right. Um, so yeah, the monsters are more visible, not less terrifying. Uh, which I think is was really cool. Um, so you get though more about what's going on like with humanity right now. Like what's where what's going on with other people. So other people are introduced. Right. For anyone who's seen the trailer. The yeah. And you don't they present some cool ideas without flushing them out at all. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that maybe another installment might. Um, I don't think it like totally takes away from the movie, but it's just there's particularly an awesome, very thrilling scene involving other people where I'm like, what was going on with those people? Who were they? What's happening? Mm. There? Um, now, but I had another friend who saw it, um, who, you know, has very similar perspectives to me. He was like, I kind of loved not knowing. I just loved how it was just like that happened. And that was weird. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it yeah. might kind of come down. I think a lot of my nitpicks might come down to like how you feel about that kind of stuff. Sure. Uh, now moving ahead, there is um, there is another Quiet Place movie dated for March of 2023. However, and this is a little confusing, it, I think it's going to be a, not a spinoff, but it's going to be another story set in this world. And hmm. it's being written and directed by uh, director Jeff Nichols, whose movies, he did uh, Midnight Special, which is a cool sci-fi movie, Mud, um, a movie okay. Shelter, he did Loving. Hmm. Uh, uh, so I, I'm interested in what he would, based on like what he's done and the kind of movies he makes, I'd be interested. However, John Krasinski has implied that he has maybe ideas for what would be called part three of the Abbott family, um, story. Yeah. Uh, you could have, I, I will say this, you could have, you could end the, at that story where it ends and be satisfied, but there's mm -hmm. definitely, definitely room for more. Um, and overall, I, I liked, I, I ended up really just enjoying the concept of just continuing that story. I, mm -hmm. I, those characters were so, so well performed and fleshed out. Um, yeah, I love that too. Do you think that, okay, so, so, all right, we'll, we'll come down to it now. A Quiet Place Part One now. Is it, would you call it a modern classic? You kind of cut out. Um, Sorry, A Quiet Place Part One. <laughs> Let me know when you are back. Hello. Hey. A Quiet Place Part One, okay. modern classic. I yeah. I'd have to say so, because uh, a lot a lot of critics were saying that at the time, and I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I think it's it, it's hyperbole is in kind of style. I think with a lot of stuff, given our social media, you know, uh, you know, our, our kind of our social media culture of we gotta we gotta make a statement in 180 characters. But I would I would say that uh, Quiet Place Part One is definitely like. A modern classic. Like, I would tend to agree. Genre of films, just because it's unique, it's it does manage to stand out in a way that a lot of yeah. alien horror movies don't. Now, A Quiet Place Part Two, modern classic. 
I'm well, it's hard to say. I, you know, I, I think, I think it is, but only because it, I mean, it's just, it's hard for me to say. It's a, it's a great movie, a great continuation of the first. I mean, if you've seen the first movie, you're going to want to watch this movie. Yeah. There's no reason not to watch this movie. So, like, it doesn't, you know, um, so I, I would say it is in that, right? Even though it's not as good, maybe I don't, I prefer the other one. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would say yes. So 10 years from now, you're like, you know, I want to watch A Quiet Place. You watch A Quiet Place. Do you feel the compulsion then to watch the second one? Or can you leave? You're going to have to ask me 10 years from now. <laughs> That's fair. Fair enough. <laughs> However, though, you know, the, the fact that they're 90 minutes, I mean, you really could. That's well. I mean, they are such a great double feature. Um, you know, they're both like so. If you're not utterly exhausted after the first one, that's the thing. Like, because yeah. the first one ends and then, right. and then it's just, we're going to crank that back up. You're like, whew. <laughs> breathe. Because, um, like I said, the second one's a very, in that sense, in terms of the, the thrills, a very similar experience. Mm -hmm. I will say this uh, for those of you who might be, I, I, I'm a bit, bit of a wimp when it comes to horror. Vincent knows this. Um, I'm a bit, uh, when it comes to jump scares, they, they really stress me out. This movie I did really well in the theater with. There's a couple of them, but they're not that bad. So if, if you're someone who's like on the fence about, I don't know if I could do this in the theater. I didn't see the first one in the theater and I really regret it. Mm. Um, and this one, my theater experience, everyone was on the same page. The audience was like quiet, what, you know. Yeah. Everyone was super into it. It was, uh, and it was my first time back in the theater, you know, since- How, how was that? Yeah, I mean, well, I felt really, you know, I mean, this goes in our own, you know, opinions about, you know, vaccinate, you know, <laughs> I, I feel very safe having been fully vaccinated. Um, so I felt safe in the theater and then it was just great. It was, it was really, it was a great tr first trip back. The, um, I always love it in movie theaters when audiences clap or cheer or laugh out loud. Was there any sort of camaraderie in that sense? Yeah, I mean, there, I, I can't remember a moment where there was like a scream. Um, it was kind of a more subdued audience in that way, but I felt like I felt connected to the audience. I felt like there's a tension in the air um, that everyone was connected to, um, you know? Yeah, lovely. Uh, and someone's cell phone did go off. <laughs> It's a quiet, uh, but they were and they were on it. I mean, they. But what was funny? Uh, I, I I usually hate that. I'm like, come on, but it did happen, and I almost thought it was a part of the movie because <laughs> it was like a quiet. You know, it's quiet. And you're like, oh. yeah. Uh, but and, and it, it happened for a second. They must have had it right in their pocket or their hand or something. So they, they turned it. They turned it right off. All right, Gary. Um, we can keep talking. I just want to check in. Uh, what time do you have? I have. Are you asking me what time it is? What are you asking me? Yeah, what time do you have? <laughs> like what time you're at? What's the time? Yeah, 8.30. Great. Uh, we, will, we will end it there. Yeah.
<laughs> Jared, thank you so much. Um, what what uh, what monster movie are you gonna see next, so you can come on and talk about it? Oh man, any out right now or coming out? What is coming? I don't know if there's any big major monster movies coming out. Um, there's probably some ones that have come out that I should check out. Um, yeah. All right. What's on the What's on the horizon in terms of of like creature monster movies? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. There's um, well, and I don't know. This probably goes out of bounds of what you normally talk to. There's going to be a new Halloween movie yeah. this October. That's going to be uh, another thing, a direct sequel to the. Uh, to the to the one they did before um but you know that that almost feels like a michael myers almost feels like a monster you know no, i think that's what that, i like about halloween that, that's something i want to maybe we could talk about closer closer to actually halloween time oh yeah yeah, yeah. i have i have very clear thoughts and opinions about michael myers as a monster versus an ordinary human being sure so that's exciting all right yeah. well Thanks a lot, Gary. We will see you next time on Camp Kaiju Monster Movie Talk. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks All right. Take care. Thanks. All right. I'll let you go. Uh, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us and learning a little bit about A Quiet Place Part 2, why you should see it, maybe why you shouldn't. Um, if you're just now joining, um, I'll have this uh, live stream on IGTV later this week. And until then, follow Camp Kaiju on Instagram. You can follow us on YouTube as well. And I will see you then. Watch some good monster movies. Let's talk about them. All right. Take care, everybody.